after buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com. And streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Total Divas After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Total Divas After Show. What's up, everybody? Bing is for doing. We are here doing another Total Divas after show for you. Welcome, everybody. Woo. My name is Christian Rosenberg. There's only two of us here today for After Buzz. It's myself and the lovely Ann Kempia. How are you, my dear? Good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Yeah, our, our white on rice combo of Corey and Josh. We've been I, ditched. They, we got ditched. They decided <laughs> to take a vacation this week, just the two of them, a little a little getaway for the week. Mm. So How timely when this episode is focused on relationships. On trouble with, this, this, <laughs> this episode's about troubles with relationships, and they take a vacation. I know. No. no, we're kidding. <laughs> but yeah, so they're they're out of town. They'll be back next week. But don't worry. Ann and I are here to break down episode three, which is titled Planet Funk is Funked Up. Oh, that name. Those are the like these are the weirdest names. The other one was Tango with Fandango I last know. week. Or it's these names are just they they're like, ooh, let's put innuendos in there of and like and think people might mistakenly say a swear. Yeah. I'm pretty sure a five-year-old came up with the title of this show name, but <laughs> whatever. Well, I mean, who knows if it was WWE or maybe it was E. That's true. Was, you know, maybe maybe E has a five-year-old working in their office. <laughs> I don't know. But let's let's start let's start with the Funkadactyls because yeah. majority of this week's episode was actually really focused around uh, Trinity and John, aka Naomi and Jimmy Uso. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, you know. We know from previous episodes that they are engaged, and this episode is really kind of going around the fact that uh, Trinity doesn't wear her engagement ring very often. Pretty much doesn't like to wear it around at work right? because she feels, well, the WWE persona of divas is that we're all available, so I don't want to be wearing an engagement ring. I get it. I totally get it. I don't fault her for that. I mean, it's the industry. They want everybody to be single, or at least appear to be single, especially the women. Yes. It's a male I, audience. I, I agree, but also at the same time, it is a TVPG program. And with her, the way I, as a guy, perceived her description of it, of, you know, we want to appear you know available you know to the guys that are watching to me, that makes it sound like, oh, we want to appear like there's a chance that we might hook up with you. Yes, I did get that impression from her. But the thing is, with the whole ring issue, I felt like it was just a 
symbolic of underlying issues that they were having as a couple anyways. So Well, yeah, and we find that we find that out towards the end of the end of the show. But I mean, I understand and I would assume John would also understand, you know, you're not going to wear the engagement ring when you're in the ring wrestling. Right. But when you're out of your gear, if you're in the back, I don't see why you shouldn't be wearing your engagement ring. Or if you're out of public events, I don't see why you shouldn't be wearing the engagement ring. I mean, if I was personally, if I was the fiance, I would be insulted by that because engagement <laughs> rings are expensive. One yes. day when I buy one, I'll know. Maybe she doesn't <laughs> want to lose it. Maybe she's afraid of it falling off her finger. You know, there goes three thousand, ten thousand, however much he spent on it. I don't. I'm trying to give her the benefit of the doubt, but really, I think he got her there. I think he really did. But he made her think about the reasons for why she wasn't wearing the ring ever. You know, is well, it because she was? They weren't trying to hide the relationship, though. That's no, you're not trying to hide a relationship. I mean, even when you're just, you know, like lying around in, in the apartment together and like the engagement ring isn't on, it just seems kind of, I don't know, to me, it seems very odd. <laughs> and the whole situation was odd because this is the first time I think I've seen it reversed where the guy is actually mad at the girl for not wearing the ring. And the guy is kind of annoyed. He's like, when are we going to get this wedding? Yeah. Let's start planning it. Yeah. And, you know, I want to start planning the wedding. I want to be your husband. Mm-hmm. And Trinity, you know, is pretty much just like, I don't know if we have time for it, I'm trying to rush into things. And it just, it slowly builds as the episode goes yeah. on into them having this huge fight, which was so bizarre how it came about. I mean, they, they started in training at like NXT working on some stuff mm-hmm. where Bill DeMott, the head trainer, and Sarah Del Rey, who's, who mainly trains the divas there, who if Corey was here, I'd be laughing at her because Sarah Del Rey, Corey, if you're watching, that is Antonio Cesaro's girlfriend. And if you watch WWE main event after us, <laughs> you would know that Corey's obsessed with Antonio Cesaro. Hey, but is she wearing a ring? Is he wearing a ring? Because I think in Corey's mind, hey, he's available. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As she's on vacation with her boyfriend. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but so they're training on some moves together. And John brings up to the trainers about engagement, mm-hmm. like her not wearing the engagement ring. And it kind of embarrasses Trinity. And then they go into this monster argument that takes place while Trinity is just kind of lying on the couch, tired. And John's like, "Hey, let's talk." It was, like, <laughs> it was awkward. It was it was a very awkward setup for it. Yes. And they started yelling. And John John's bag was pretty much already packed to leave for yeah, a show. How convenient! And then he slaps a glass against the wall. <laughs> where someone someone tweeted us, I think earlier today, saying saying that the glass was planted there. Who knows? But I mean, it it the, looked like it was, but the luggage we was never probably know. empty too. I don't know. The luggage could have been empty. But it was the whole dramatization of the actual conversation that I think the viewers were really into. And and yeah, John's like, I'm leaving, so I'll be in the car when you're ready, so yeah. then we can go to the airport and hop on a plane right? to get to the show. Because <laughs> we can't leave a park because we're both needed for the show. <laughs> and it takes about like 45 minutes into the show. Right. Where Trinity is now, now we're on set for like Raw and Superstar tapings. And Trinity is filling in the Bellas on what's going on. And we get Ariana for the first time the entire show. Yes. And it's a matter mm-hmm. of, I didn't really miss her the entire show. And then when she came on, I'm like, now I know why I didn't miss her the entire show. She had an S- STD or a UTI or a yeast infection, tonsillitis, <laughs> all these things that we 
guys especially do not want to hear. <laughs> but still, she, you know, she walked in like, oh, I've been out for a week. I've been so sick. My body is failing on me. And then we find out she has a yeast infection. Her vagina's broken. That's all that's going on. <laughs> she has a broken vagina. Yes. And she got a whole week off of work. Ah, good for her. Good for her. I guess. But <laughs> And she happens to be back there um, that day. Yeah. And we find out that that night, on it was for Superstars taping, mm-hmm. there was an eight-person mixed tag match that was happening that night. And where it was going to be tons of funk and the Funkadactyls. That's fairly normal. They normally team up. And they're taking on the Bellas. Okay, Funkadactyls can wrestle with the Bellas. Now who's going to be wrestling tons of funk? The Usos, which happens to be... Jimmy Uso, a.k.a. John, a.k.a. Trinity's boyfriend. Now, I remember months ago, I saw, like, the results of the fact that these guys wrestled on this taping of Superstars. And I was asking, I think I asked Ryan Cloma on Raw after Buzz about it. I'm like, why are they having these guys wrestle each other? Because the Usos and Tons of Funk are, like, the two top good guy tag teams, the top okay. babyface tag teams. And the Bellas are bad guys. The Bellas are heels. So why are they pairing them up, and then why are they facing each other in a non-hype match? I was like, this makes absolutely no sense. Why are they doing this? Now I know why. Yes. It's because, oh. There's, it's written on some We can somewhere. make it happen for the reality show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the timing was impeccable. Hell yes. <laughs> and so you you have that moment in in the match where... You know, they, they happen to set up where Naomi, not Trinity, because she's in the ring. So Naomi yeah. and Jimmy, not John, they have a stare down. And mixed tag, when a when a guy is in the ring, he can only wrestle a guy. When a girl's in the ring, she can only wrestle a girl. Only fair, right? Yeah. But Naomi takes it upon herself to run into Jimmy and give him a her karana. And then you see her mouth from the corner after her Partner Tensai kind of told her, all right, get out of the ring. Like, let me do my thing. She was like, you know, you know, that's, that's for not talking to her. Why don't you talk to me now? Because that whole day out on set, John was avoiding Trinity. Yeah. Because they got in that huge fight. And it was just like, they set up this match on TV for the reality show. And I found that crazy. I know. Just for this show. Just for the show, how awkward and and really, it just makes you think it's how how far down the line did they know that they wanted to do this interaction with the two? Uh, who knows? I mean, whenever they signed the contracts for it, it's like, oh wait, you're engaged to Jimmy Uso. Hey, Usos, you're going to get some more TV time now, mm-hmm. and we're going to work this onto this show for this show, and then it'll appear on that show. But it was the perfect example of leave your business at the door. You know, leave your personal personal life out there and don't bring it into the ring which right. I guess for the show made it perfect scenario that they brought their drama into the ring but then about 50, like 55 minutes like 5 minutes left in the show we finally find out why Trinity is avoiding the whole marriage thing because right. she used to be in a 5 year relationship with some other guy and she thought he was the one and then he cheated on her and that, of course, made her, and rightfully so, in any situation like this, guy or girl, you have a very long relationship where you think that person's the one, and then they cheat on you, it's going to be tough to really go that next step with your next serious relationship, because mm-hmm. you're afraid you might get hurt again. So, like, oh, wait, this was, like, 
I'm, I'm right. sorry, but this was this was <laughs> like the first. Sec- this was a, well, no, this was like the first section of this whole story. Yeah, that I felt okay. This is the only like reality in it this week. True. And but the way they set it up made it well, and it made it work, and it made oh, that's why she has a problem. Okay, well, you know. Talk to him about it. I know. know? (laughs) It's as simple as that. I mean, the whole time John is wondering, has she fallen out of love with me? Does she not want to get married? Does she even want to be in this relationship? Right. All she had to do is wake herself up from the couch that one day he tried to talk to her and tell him what's going on. And, you know, women, we do this all the time. We run away from our problems. Yeah, you do. You just know. wait it out you know. and see if we could figure it out ourselves. And really, <laughs> when John put it out there, look, do you want to be in this relationship or not? I think that's when she was like, you know what? I'm sorry, babe. Like, yeah, I do want to be with you. I'm just scared. And 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 then his response as far as her telling about like the person cheating on, she's like, why would why would I cheat on you? Why would I why would I go have a cheeseburger when I got filet mignon? Yes. Thank you. You're every filet guy, mignon, babe. Every guy needs to learn that kind of response to this kind Colin, of issue. Calling his girl fiance filet mignon. Beautiful response, John. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. All right. Now I know the next serious relationship I'm in, I'll make sure to call the girl Flame Mignon. I mean, hey, he didn't take it any seriously than the what the situation really was. You know, right. she was just scared to tell him, tell him the truth. And then she called him a chicken nugget. Yeah, that's true. Matt. He just just like girls like to do that to guys, you know. Yeah. Oh, you give me a compliment. <laughs> oh, you're just a you're just a nugget. <laughs> you're ninety nine cents. I'm like nine nine. <laughs> you're of extra value, meal. I'm at Morton's. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. That pretty much wraps up the you know the funkadactyl portion of of the show. Uh, real quick, before we get on to the Bellas, let's let's quickly plug AfterBuzzTV.com and iTunes yeah. and Serial Buddies and all the wonderful things that AfterBuzz brings you. You know, you can download this hilarious movie, Serial Buddies, which is awesome. You got Artie Lang, Christopher Lloyd, Kathy Lee Gifford, mm-hmm. Marie Manoulis, executive produced it. Very, very funny. Very funny movie. I have seen it multiple times. I'm not just saying that because I work here. I have seen it multiple mm-hmm. times, and it is funny. And if you haven't seen it, it's only, I want to say it's... Four ninety nine to rent, five ninety nine to own, or th- or three ninety nine four. It's it's cheap. Correct. It's really cheap <laughs> f- for a movie. So make sure you go on to serialbuddies uh, dot com, and there's a big button that you can click to download it, and you get it, of course, off of iTunes, where you can also like and subscribe to all the great AfterBuzz mm-hmm. shows like this. And if you if you watch this show, you probably watch wrestling, which we do Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, main event, the pay per views. And if you watch TV, then AfterBuzz does a show. Like any show that you watch on TV, pretty, pretty much. much After Buzz does a show. Yeah. So make sure you like, subscribe, leave comments because we love to hear what you like, don't like about the shows, and of course, don't forget that good old five star rating, which we're doing Ooh. great. Total Divas iTunes doing great with the five stars. Give us six stars. Is give that us possible? six. No, I don't know. Find a way. <laughs> Call the iTunes admin. <laughs> I want six stars. And give please. us six stars. <laughs> <laughs> On to the Bellas. Um. Yes. I, love I just want to talk a little bit about the very beginning of the episode. Right. Where Nikki and Brie are in their car, and they're both admitting that they have terrible vocabulary. <laughs> and they're like, I don't know many words. And Brie's blaming her vocabulary on Nikki. Yeah. And it's just like... The twin interaction was just hilarious. I'm like, right? um... Again, similar to Ariana. <laughs> like, why are you admitting that on TV? Note to self. Do not need good vocabulary to be in WWE Divas. Thank you. <laughs> I'm ready. I mean, I am 
I am no English major myself. In, in fact, in junior high, I would joke with my friends and I would tell them the only vocabulary word I knew that was more than seven letters long was vocabulary. Oh. But oh. No, I like to make fun of myself because if you can't make fun of yourself, you can't make fun of anyone. That's a rule. But it's just like I didn't do it on national TV and say it. Now I just did on this podcast, but I'm older now. Uh, <laughs> you can deal with it. I can deal with it. <laughs> I'm man enough to do yeah, it, that damn such, it. that was weird. <laughs> it was just this real odd Another setup. Another random fact about the Bellas. Yeah. So, the story with the Bellas this week is that mm-hmm. Bree and Daniel, or Brian, excuse me, Brian Daniels and not Daniel Bryan. I'm getting that mixed up. I know. Just the guy, Bree's boyfriend, Bree and her boyfriend. Yes. Have decided that they're going to move to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Which is a complete contradiction over the entire episode of last week. Uh, True. <laughs> last week, the whole thing was, can I survive in Daniel Bryan's house yes. up in Washington? That I can't fix. I can't renovate. I had to just live there. There's no TV. It's his parents' place. Like, that's it is what it is. And we had no breakdown of what the discussion was to decide to move to Phoenix and not to Washington, really. Yeah. It's just really about, well, when we, when the, Bree, the Bellas go on the road, I guess Bree's um, mom, I believe it was, yes. like takes care of their dog, mm-hmm. and they live in Phoenix, so they decided <laughs> to make it easier for the dog, and it's a nice place for them. We're going to move to Phoenix. Yes, they didn't tell Nikki that until they started packing. Really, <laughs> <laughs> she was so scared the whole episode to tell her sister this, but I, I have to say, I. I feel for Bree. I've been in Bree's position. Mm-hmm. My sister, when I finally moved out of my parents' place, for similar reasons, I wanted to be in my own place, but I wanted to be near so they could take care of my dog. It's crazy. Same thing. My sister went You're off. You're as crazy as Abella. She, she went off on me <laughs> and she said, why are you leaving? Blah, blah, blah. Blamed it on my then boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is going on? Why are you flipping out on me? I felt for Bree in this situation. I mean... I think she's making the right move. I mean, it's kind of odd for some people to think, oh, she's making the move for her dog. But she's making her, her, the move to be near family, too. So that, that should count for something. Sure. And all Nikki could think about is, what about me? What about all the stuff I have to take care of when you're gone? You know, you, you don't tell me that you're... Yeah, and in, in the midst of this, somehow, in, while Bree is packing, after, after she tells Nikki, and Nikki's already pissed at her... Bree somehow forgets that they have a meeting with their agent about this huge movie <laughs> that they're going to be a part of. Yes. And so she was late for that. And Nikki is just livid um, at her for it. But you did some research on on this movie. Uh, would you mind telling the fine folks that might not be familiar about this, this cinematic feature yes. that is going to be featuring the Bellas? I had to look it up because I hadn't heard that it was a WWE film. By the way, which it's not. It's not, right? No. no okay. It's not. So I looked it up on IMDb, and they are listed under their real names, Garcia. They're not Bella. Yes, yeah. Which is another sisters. random example of the Bellas go by Bella, and Naomi goes by Trinity. I know. And Dan O'Brien goes by Brian Danielson. Who but made that decision? We don't know. We talk but... about that every week at this point. So <laughs> according to IMDb, it's uh, called Confessions of a Womanizer. Sounds catchy. Comes out in 2014. All right. Stars, uh, let me see who the lead was. I think it's C. Thomas Howell. C. Thomas Howell, that's a name. Okay. I've heard of him. Okay. He's a pretty good actor. And? And the one and only Gary Busey. This has got Oscar written all over it. Doesn't it? 
Gary Busey and the Bellas. Yeah. Together for the first time. I just see him in the middle with, like, the two on his... This, I mean, it should be called, like, Citizen Kane 2, because it's <laughs> going to be such a classic. <laughs> People be ready for this. Be ready. I mean, get your Netflix ready for this get, movie. <laughs> get your Blockbuster gift cards ready. Right. Because <laughs> the Bellas got this huge movie role yes. with Gary Busey. Yes. <sighs> but let's go back to how t- the timing yeah. of that, how perfect that Brie forgets that this meeting is going on while she's in the while middle of moving. While she's in the middle of moving. While Nikki's already pissed at her for moving, and then she forgets And then meeting. Nikki tells the people, oh, she's busy parking the car. <laughs> yeah. And it's like a half hour yeah. until Brie gets there. Sorry, parking was tough. And they're like, all right. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, she showed up as if. You know, she did put herself together, so there was no indication that she was in the middle of moving, but it was downtown San Diego, so maybe she did have trouble parking downtown. But yes, I'm sure it was obvious to them that she was making And I'm also pretty sure it was at, if they're meeting with agents and things like that, it was probably at a decent restaurant that might have valet. True. Maybe they're against valet. I don't know. Um, This is me breaking things down. I know. I do this on wrestling shows, too. (laughs) (laughs) So... Nikki comes over to help Brie and Brian pack. Mm-hmm. And Brian and Brie are busy kind of figuring out. They had like this little statue and like, we're missing a piece of it. And they're just kind of standing there like, where could it be? <laughs> and meanwhile, Nikki is just sitting on the bed, just steaming. Who, by the way, strolled in with one box. One, one, box, one box. To help them move. Very important, this one box. Well, no tape, no, no, nothing else. Well, she sees how Brian's such a minimalist from his house last week. Maybe he only needs one box to move all <laughs> this stuff. But, but then Nikki just goes off on him, pretty much talking about how selfish they are. Mm-hmm. That, you know, you're moving all the way to Phoenix just for a dog, blah, blah, blah. And she storms out. And Brian and Bree look at each other like, what the hell did she just say? What just happened, right? And she used the H word. She used hate. She was very hate. strong fighting She used the word words. hate. You don't use that with your sister. I know. How dare she? I know. It's so mean. <laughs> made, and then, me, made me cry. But then she goes and confides with uh, Mr. John Cena. Who is becoming my favorite guy more and more by the week. <laughs> I'm perplexed, okay? Because last <laughs> week I was saying I don't know the difference between his in-ring personality and his real person personality. Uh-huh. I don't know still. I mean, I think maybe he's just that I think he's, person. Or or he's a master at fooling people. Right. One or the other. But when I'm watching this episode and I'm seeing how Nikki's acting to this, in my mind, if I'm like zone in the reality show world, what it was in my mind was exactly what John was saying. Like, <laughs> you're being selfish. You realize this isn't about you. You're being overprotective of your sister. You're worried that she's going to leave you for the boyfriend, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And he suddenly became the voice of reason. And he's the guy who can get through to her yep. because she loves his pecs. John Cena, uh, the therapist. John, <laughs> he's a wrestler. He's an actor. He's a wannabe rapper. And now he's a therapist. <laughs> I did want to point out the very, very quick example of Nikki's uh, vanity when she called John out thinking that he was staring at her planet which she was referring to a pimple on her face do you remember that part i couldn't figure out what she was like what what planet like what she was talking about so she was talking about a pimple she wasn't talking about the two planets she was talking about the tiny planet i was thinking i'm like i'm like is this some other innuendo that you two use i know okay so so he was staring supposedly at the pimple yes and she's just very self-conscious about it just adds to her personality that i don't know if i like it i'm liking breeze so much more week after week now i know 
That's weird. <laughs> I don't know. So, John gets through to Nikki. Mm-hmm. Nikki realizes, oh, I was wrong. I'm going to go apologize. And she goes and apologizes to Bree, and everything's happy. And then she reminds Bree that, oh, that was the last box that that was at the store. So that's why I only brought one box. <laughs> you know, cover her butt. You covered her butt, just in case she asks, so why did you only bring one box? But, you know, in Nikki's defense, I will have one thing to say about that. They have been in this twin bond, obviously, since they've since been birth. born. Yeah. So <laughs> it is very difficult to finally let somebody go, especially somebody that has been with you since birth. Well, of course. I mean, like, you know, your closest, whether it's sibling or your friend or something like that, if they suddenly, you know, move a little farther away from you, mm-hmm. it's going to be kind of tough to handle. At the same time... No, I know I'm not in the, I've never been in this particular situation, so I'm not trying to talk down about it. But you're all still on the road with her four to five days a week. You're still sharing sure. hotel rooms probably with well, I don't know if you share the hotel rooms with each other or if she shares one with Brian. But like you're on shows with each other. Like you travel still together mm-hmm. everywhere. Just because now in those like couple days off that you get per week, if you're home, she's just not gonna be your roommate anymore. Right. So, to me, to me, it doesn't seem like that big a deal. But again, I've never personally been in that situation. So I know some people will probably disagree with me on it, that it is a big deal. But, alas, oh well. <laughs> Just my thoughts. Yeah. Do you agree at all? Disagree? Um, I've been in that situation, so I, I can see both sides of it. You can see both sides? Yeah. Way to play it safe. Yeah. What if I I told you right now I'm moving? Would you be sad? I would cry. See? There you go. Now you've been in the situation. That would be be stuck doing the show by myself. I'd have to do a diva show by myself. Can you imagine? The diva. The the After Buzz diva hosting Total Divas, (laughs) Christian Rosenberg. Uh, (laughs) Let's talk about the newbies. Or just one, because Eva Marie did absolutely nothing this week. Um, Let's talk about JoJo. For once, because we really haven't talked much about Jojo yet. I know, yet. finally. So it was nice that we got to talk about her. So we see some training down in NXT with Jojo and Eva Marie. Eva Marie isn't doing bad in training, but Jojo is looking good. She's like, looking Jojo's great. athletic. She's picking up the things quickly. She seems to be listening to what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Things are going well. All of a sudden, Bill DeMott pulls Eva over to start talking about something. And then you hear a thud. And yeah. you see them all start panicking and look in the ring, and JoJo's down. Well, it's as he's coaching Eva Marie on how to not, I think it was how to how, not hit your head on the mat, and then what and do you then know, JoJo, Jojo does it. hits her head. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you've ever been slammed or suplexed or anything in a ring. I have. And it have you really? Like, heck. That completely threw me off. <laughs> I did not expect that answer at all. When was this? Um, I was. <laughs> In an MMA ring, not an octagon. Oh, not, those not are even actual, stiffer than a wrestling ring. Yes, and I, you know, it was my first bump. Didn't take it right. Had yeah. a slight concussion, but yeah, I was gonna because I mean, I've I've taken slams and things like that in the ring over over the years, and the first thing that anyone's ever told me every time, just tuck your head, tuck your head, tuck mm-hmm. your head, tuck your head. Even when you tuck your head, it still hurts. You still have so that. just imagine, just imagine if you didn't tuck your head, and I've seen people forget to tuck their heads and have whiplash and bop their heads and everything mm-hmm. like that and it ain't pretty and it it's it looks painful and things that i've done with my neck head tuck still very painful yeah so the fact that we heard the impact 
You I heard can just it. Imagine how hard her head bounced. And off. and she and she looked like she was out of it. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of bummed that she can't um, she can't be in the ring for for a little while. Obviously, precaution. You have a mild concussion. You're not going in the ring for next few days to a week or whatever. Right. But she's showing commitment by still wanting to go and watch. So maybe study things from the sidelines. Meanwhile, in the midst of that, we find out JoJo has a boyfriend. Every week we find out someone else has a boyfriend. Right? Uh, Sebastian. <laughs> Who her, looks 14. He looks 14. She also looks 14. And clearly didn't get the memo that you can't wear logos on a cable show. Oh so he had to wear gosh. a shirt inside out. Uh, <sighs> yeah, I know. In walks the boyfriend and well, quickly he walks out. Well, we'll get there. Yeah, well, we're, we're pretty much there. 11-month boyfriend. Who we don't know anything about. But she's known since she was five, I think I heard that. Some, since she was really young. Yeah. And. Now they're 10, so that was like five yeah, years ago. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Joe, was it, she was 19, I think? Yes. God, such a baby. I know. Uh, <laughs> so, there, she's super happy that he came to visit her since she got hurt. And he's trying to tell her, come back, quit, come on to me, because this isn't fair to me. Yeah. Being a stupid, selfish kid. <laughs> oh, you're on that side of it. Yeah, so am I. Oh, absolutely. I'm not <laughs> signing with Sebastian on this at all. This girl has the opportunity of a lifetime, and one minor injury, you're like, oh, no, what about me? Go. Leave. Give up. I know. No. You and idiot. She was like, I just Maybe he'll learn that watch. in high school when he gets there. Gosh. But. <laughs> right? I think it's, okay, I'm trying to see both sides again on this one, and they're young. I mean, which I is think why maybe she's so hurt about it, right? She's so hurt. He doesn't feel selfish about throwing this ultimatum on the table. So I can see the age really playing a factor in this, and the inexperience of the two being in an eleventh month relationship, which is obviously it might be their first relationship. Who knows? Yeah, I mean that's a long relationship. Yeah. So <laughs> even even for, even for youngins, and and especially when you're young, if you're dating someone that long, you're like, this is the one. Right. This is who I'm going to marry. This is who I'm going to have kids with. This exactly. is who I'm going to grow old with. Think about how you thought when you were 19 as opposed to how you think now being in your 20s, I don't know, 30s, whatever. I think the same. So, <laughs> What? <laughs> Just wanted to throw you off. You're there. telling me you're so mature. and I, I am a gentleman. Yes. Well, that is true. That's what my mom says. <laughs> so, so JoJo is like, she doesn't know what to do. Right. She's trying to... She's, She's like, I don't want to leave, but I'm so devastated on what Sebastian said. Should I go to him? Because I don't want to hurt him. And who comes to talk with her? A cameo appearance by Natty. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Natty. Episode. And her Natty, one minute Her one cameo. minute voice of reason of why are you not on the show more? You're the best wrestler. You're the wisest of them all. And why do they not keep you on the show more? I know. So Natty kind of talks with her pretty much like, look. It doesn't look like, I'm going to be blunt with you, it doesn't look like you and Sebastian are going to make it if you're here in the WWE. And this is such a great opportunity for you. You have to really decide what you want to do. And eventually JoJo, and it takes apparently the whole issue with Trinity and John in their wrestling match to make JoJo realize, oh no, this is where I want to be. Yeah. Screw Sebastian. Well, maybe it was just I want to be a diva. Thing, you know, seeing the divas out there and doing their thing in the ring. But she saw them several inspiring. times, but this particular time was the one, right. according to this week's episode, that <laughs> that this made her decide, 
I don't need Sebastian. I'm going to be a diva. I'm going to be the best diva there ever was. Oh, gosh. And so she's fully committed. Look, she made the right choice. Career over. Come on. Yeah. She definitely made the right choice. So let, let, let's let's take a moment to remember Sebastian on the TV show. Okay. All right. That was, that was good. Just as easily as he walked in, he walked, he walked out. out. <laughs> and like, Hi, Sebastian. Bye, Sebastian. Yep. Okay, cool. <laughs> and that, for the most part, Really wraps up this week's Total Divas. Really nothing on Eva Marie, nothing on Natty. No. We'll be getting stuff on Natty next week, we find out, because we're finally going to see the relationship with her and Tyson Kidd. Yes, I'm excited so to see that. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, there was a little bit of news and gossip that I, that I found out the other day, as we get the little jingle going. And kind of how we're talking about with certain things, it was like, wow, is this reality? Is it not? Well, I I was sent something a few days ago. Of an article that said how several reports were indicating that the whole uh, scenario last week with Eva Marie and Fandango was, in fact, scripted. No. However, (laughs) however, hold on, studio audience, hold on. (laughs) There was a part, though, when Stephanie McMahon, like, was confronting Eva Marie. Eva Marie apparently did not know... That Stephanie was going to be in her character, her TV character. Oh. So <laughs> Stephanie as her character, you know, remember last week pretty much yes. saying, you know, you're screwing up. You're, you know, you're going to be done if this keeps up. She was cold too. Eva Marie doesn't know that that's a character. So those reactions from Eva are legit. Yes. Which is hilarious. <laughs> that is awesome. That's, that I don't know if it was on purpose that they tricked her or they just forgot to mention to her that or whatever. But that was just, that's, to me, I find even better. That was brilliant because nobody wants to see Stephanie McMahon, you know, kind of in this humble state. She's Stephanie McMahon. I'm even scared of her just looking at her cold face. If you have the last name McMahon, I am scared of you. Yes. So I'm glad that if it's it was scripted, fine, but I'm glad that they kept her But but I, but I think that's great because then she got, you saw the intimidation of that's McMahon talking down to me. Yes. So... Well done, even though I'm kind of bummed that that was really scripted thing, which didn't really surprise me. But I love the fact that this whole Stephanie and Eva Marie issue was legit. Mm -hmm. And that made me smile. (laughs) And I'm smiling because I thought with just the two of us, we got through this episode pretty well. I think so, too. I think we did. Who needs Corey Josh? They can stay on vacation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, screw you two. Hope you bring me back something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so in the end, um, unless you had any type of predictions, I don't like to predict a reality show. It's kind of hard, isn't it? It's pretty hard to do a prediction for a reality show. I predict that next week we're going to enjoy it. I think so. And More so, drama. Yeah. So in the meantime, where can people find you, Anne? I'm on Twitter, at Anne Campia. Oh, easy enough. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at CRosieVOC. Also, you can uh, check me out on various other wrestling afterbus shows during the week. And if you're in Hollywood area this Saturday night, I'm actually performing at Second City Hollywood. Cool. Um, doing a nice little improv show there. So if you're in the area, come by and check it out. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. Fran Campia, I'm Christian Rosenberg. We will see you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. After